this is a um, probably a more somber uh, tone for the 20 and 20 co-working edition than I had originally anticipated. But uh, this is a an interview segment where we ask 20 questions in 20-ish minutes. Uh, the intention is to leave people feeling uplifted and inspired and informed. Um, I'm Lisa Skyhane. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Primary, where we have two beautiful co-working spaces in Manhattan. It's a, it's a conscious co-working company. I'm a master networker, I'm a corn cookbook author, and I'm a mother of two boys who are four and two and a half. Uh, on this edition of 20 and 20 and during the month of June, I'm going to be connecting with industry experts in the co-working world, operators, vendors, and most importantly, primary members themselves, like JD and his business, Thank You, to learn how together we're going to weather the storm. Um, that said, there's another storm that we're facing with Blackout Tuesday today. Let me take a moment to introduce JD. JD BB is the co-founder and CEO of Thank You. Uh, he has an advertising BA uh, from the University of, from Boston University, BU. Yep. Uh, you're the founder and creative director previously of the new Antisocial. Uh, you also founded a company called BB's Butt Camp, which mm -hmm. was wildly successful. Uh, one of the best nine studios in New York City, uh, according to Byract. And, and now you are co-founder and CEO of Thank You. What does Thank You do? We are, well, first of all, thank you for having me. This is, uh, this is quite a true pleasure and uh, an honor, to, especially today. So um, Thank You is a personalized video platform. We work with universities, nonprofits, hospital and healthcare systems to help spread gratitude through personalized video. So thanking people for a gift, sharing impact stories, just connecting with people, especially in times like this where we can't be in person. Uh, that's kind of what our platform allows for and makes it uh, accessible to really anybody. Awesome. So today, let's acknowledge Blackout Tuesday. The idea is to fill Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with black squares, freeing up the time usually dedicated to other social media for people to educate themselves on the Black Lives Matter movement. So the Black Lives Matter movement was founded in 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murderer. Uh, Black Lives Matter Foundation, Inc. is a global organization in the U.S., the U.K., Canada. Their mission is to eradicate white supremacy and to build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. By combating and countering acts of violence, creating space for black imagination and innovation, and centering black joy, we're winning immediate improvements in our lives. And that is straight off the BlackLivesMatter.com uh, website. So uh, on, on that note, um, as you and I were discussing before we came on here, uh, there is silence today to divert attention from what we normally focus on and for all of us to be in a space created to put focus on what matters most right now, which is uh, fighting against racism, equality, and justice in our country for the Black communities. And so my first question to you um, JD, today, with along with your black mat square that you posted on your feed, um, you said we stand with black communities to speak against injustice and racism. You said that words alone are not enough, and therefore you gave all of your employees, um, uh, you gave them emp empowerment to act on their own. Will you tell us a little bit about what you decided to do? Yeah, I mean, certainly like uh, a lot of people over the weekend, um, you know, hearing things, seeing things like being, you know, things happening in the backyard of, of both of us. I mean, I know you're out, out West now, but in New York City, uh, certainly super troubling. And I, you know, thought a lot about it personally. I reached out to 
uh, a fair number of people on my team of different backgrounds because um, you know I I don't have the full the, I, I don't have the full story or, or fully understand how it feels again I don't want to impose the thoughts that I have on on my teammates so kind of after counseling uh, a number of people on our team we wanted to make sure that we did something and we didn't just you know it wasn't just a flat platitude we wanted to actually make some lasting change and not just right now but you know plan for it moving forward for the future so um we first thought we can we make a donation and thought no let's let's put the, the choice in the hands of our employees and allow them to make the donations to the causes that that they want to support uh we we launched that yesterday uh and already uh, a third of our company has made their decisions on what organizations they're giving to which uh a number of the bail funds across the country um, are amongst them the NAACP, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, directly. So uh, it's been really uh, pretty amazing. We also uh, do work with a number of folks in the Philippines. They've been also able to um, focus on uh, giving back in their communities, certainly where there are people hit hard by, um, by other issues. Yes. Um, but it's been, I mean, this is kind of the first step, um, starting the conversations and having conversations like this um, are, are definitely something I, I wanna continue and continue to consume myself uh, to learn more. Um, and I think uh, as, as we talked about before, the big thing I'm also doing is, you know, we presented this, I wanted to be an open forum to the team. The team is kind of quiet and I realized, you know, everyone wants to process in, in different ways. So uh, making it an environment, especially now that if you need time, like if you're processing things, if you want to take part in rallies, if you, um, if there are things that, that are important to you and you need the time, we're being even more kind of understanding of that. Um, on top of, you know, we're already having mental days off uh, twice a month for our, our team just to say, hey, mental cleanser, get out, don't work, you know, take, take the day off. So yeah, that's, that's, what we, that's what we're doing right now and, and hoping this is the first step in many. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. And and by the way, you gave each of your you have about thirty employees, and you gave them each a thousand dollars to be able to 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 send to a charity or cause of their their choice. Yep. Um, awesome. Uh, you also announced something on LinkedIn today. You said that during these troubling times, uh, people, companies, organizations may want to give a voice to their to students, alumni, staff, supporters. You predominantly work uh, and thank you with universities and school systems. You made a short tutorial to show uh, folks how they can use the public video request link. Can you tell us a little bit more about this uh, technology? Yeah, I thought, um, so the video request is exactly what it sounds like. It's just a place for you to place instructions, give give kind of guides and, and thoughts of what they can record and then post that that link anywhere. And my thinking was, you know, with we working with so many organizations that are, you know, in universities or nonprofits, could they be posting this to their Facebook channels? Could they be posting it into their communities on their email lists just to kind of collect those voices? Not mm -hmm. so much maybe with a specific um, goal in mind, just like, what are you feeling? Like, just put it out there and then with the intention, you know, and the, and the initial idea is that if, if they did that and people shared their voices and then we combine those voices and share them out, it's just, you know, it's just knowing that there's, there's maybe other people that feel like you, maybe there's, there's people that uh, you can learn from, um, kind of keeping it open-ended, but just thinking if we can help, uh, you know, create voice, voices for those people that can then be um, uh, emphasized, then that's what we would try to do. 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, I have a question here. You're a serial entrepreneur. You've started, I think, four different businesses. Is that right? Maybe more that are secret and not, not publicly revealed. <laughs> of, of, of repute. I, I did have, I had some, um, I sold Halloween costumes. I had a dating site. We had a whole bunch of weird stuff along the, the way. Right, right, right. Um, what motivates you as a business owner? Uh, I think purely the act of creation is the most fun of anything. So mm -hmm. just purely enjoying the process of it, not really, not worrying so much about the future of it. Obviously now with, with, with a larger team, I, the future is something I consider much more often than, than I was before. But, you know, and again, it's, I was telling, um, I forget who I was telling the other day, but uh, when I sold fake beards, uh, that was my first kind of dumb little thing. Like literally selling that first beard changed my life because it just made me realize like, oh, I can do something and someone can respond and then I can just see how far you can push it. So after that, it's more or less just been purely uh, a form of like exploration. Like what can we do? How far can we go? Um, and, you know, sometimes sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. There's ebbs and flows. But, uh, you know, I'm sure as you would probably say, too, it's it's an addiction at this point. I, I can't I can't imagine doing anything different. Yeah, yeah. And well, and you had great success with BB's butt camp. And then thank you also took off. And I know that you had to make a choice there to where to put your attention. And so you put it into thank you. Um, what was the idea behind thank you? How did it actually come to be? Yeah, so um, it was it was an interesting moment where uh, me and my co founders, Keith, Jerry, and Mariah, Keith, Keith, and I, especially we were always, um, we just come to the office with a 1000 ideas every day, constantly yeah. thinking of ideas. Yeah. And and I was uh, newly fianced, if that's a, a term, can I use it as a verb? Yeah. And I was thinking about the thank you notes that were coming down the line and thought there has to be um, a better way to do this through video. Couldn't mm -hmm. find it, was very surprised. So we, we started initially with that intent was, can we do this for newlyweds, new parents, birthdays, baby showers, bar mitzvahs, all that great stuff. Um, and then it was actually a donation I made to my alma mater, Boston University. They sent me a bookmark. I thought they should introduced me to the person who convinced me to give. And one thing led to another, they came on board. And then after that, it was, it was off to the races. And we never, you know, that, that first one, I could see the spring, the, tink, the twinkle in their eye. And, um, and it was amazing every after. But so you, but there was a pivot that happened also, because originally you thought you were going to focus on married, newly fianced oh, yeah. or married yeah. couples. Oh, we, we were totally going down that road. We were going the total consumer route. Um, we were, it was one of those things where all of your friends were saying, this is a great idea. And I said, use it for your wedding. And then it was kind of chirpy and, and radio silence. Not that I don't think there's still a, a, a play there. I think there is. But it really was getting the interest from Boston University, going up to a room of about 10 people with a product which, which was not designed for that purpose, but then presenting it, having it be such an overwhelming uh, response back. I just thought, yeah, this. I mean, this is the way we're going to go. We don't know anything about this, but we're going to learn. And uh, yeah, and five, four or five years later, we have a thousand, thousand uh, customers and, and, uh, and growing. Amazing. Well, and, and also the, I mean, the university school system, their, their budgets are larger than individuals. I mean, you're selling to larger corporations, you know, yeah. institutions. And, it's, and it's, re it's recurring, you know, hopefully people only get married once, but even if, you know, they get married twice, it's still not a great, great return. So um, yeah, being able to have a, a consistent, uh, predictable business um, has been uh, another great feature of this pivot. Yeah. Um, gosh, the, it has also been a shift, I know, for you and, and your business. Um, 
since the lockdown, you know, of COVID and not being able to come into the office space at primary. Um, how's the shift been for your team? Uh, tough. I mean, for some vocally tougher than others. I know, uh, especially a lot of the younger folks on our team definitely want that socialization, that camaraderie. I, I know I definitely miss it. Um, you know, the silver lining is I do have a, the nine month old daughter, mm -hmm. Sunny, so I get to spend time and see her grow up. Yeah. Um, which, which wouldn't have been the case otherwise, but, um, but certainly, I mean, you know, there's that, there's, there's nothing like there she is. There she is on cue. Yes, I could hear. I yes. I, 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 I press a little button and it, it kind of pokes her. So, Perfect. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so we, we, we certainly miss it. And, um, and I think everyone is, is ready for normalcy again. Well, you know what? I, I, have a, I have a question for you. You know, you are, you and I are, are birds of a feather, JD, and that I think we are, I don't know if it's a byproduct of your upbringing. Certainly it is mine with my mother. We are naturally incredibly positive people. When I take the strength finder tests, you know, Marcus Buckingham, find your strengths consistently. I took it six years ago. I took it a year ago. Positivity is my number one strength. I find you to be an incredibly positive, upbeat person. I know you do. I know you do a lot of uh, physical fitness and exercise. No doubt that in getting your endorphins going can improve yep. and heighten uh, overall mental health, which is critical, I think, for people during this time. Yep. Of course, um, you know you 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 are though masterful, I think, in keeping morale on your team high. So, what are some things you've been doing the last couple of months to keep morale high on your team? Well, well, first, thank you, and I must also um, give credit where credit is due. I, I got fantastic co you know, co-founders, Keith and Jerry are always thinking of amazing ideas, you know, to keep, keep people um, entertained. So it's definitely, um, you know, a trifecta and not to mention all the other folks on my team, everyone has really great ideas. So, you know, like most folks, we've been doing the, we've been checking in, we've made sure we check in at the beginning of the week and then we check in at the end of the week. Mondays are a little more formal and Fridays tend to be more of the happy hour, kind of kick back and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, but we're, we're also, you know, like I mentioned, those mental health days, one week, every two, one day, every two weeks, you can take a day off. Um, I think that's been a really great mental cleanser for people just to realize they can just step away. Um, and even though maybe you're not stepping away to anything, just knowing that I can kind of take a break and not be so hooked in. Cause I imagine like you, like I'm waking up, I'm working earlier and I'm working later. You know, it's, yeah. it's, this has not slowed anything down. It's only sped it up. Um, and then on top of that, we, you know, we, as you, as you know, we do a lot of events, uh, at the office we're doing, we do huzzah events. So, so one person in the company leads, uh, an event of, of their choosing. And that usually involves food at some, at some juncture of it. So we've given everyone, uh, seamless, um, seamless credits so they can get uh, a meal on us. So little things like that and, and continually trying to figure out, you know, what can we do? How can we keep in touch? And I think that the last thing I'll, I'll close on is, is just communication. We're in constant communication, uh, both one-on-ones. So just kind of checking in, hey, how are you specifically? And also, like earlier today, we had, um, we just had a, a lunch and learn. So it's just, I mean, it's literally just everyone just eating lunch together on, on a Zoom and, uh, you know, ragging on each other because uh, it, was, it was Jose. I know you know Jose. It was his birthday today. So we were, nice. we're giving, him, giving him some guff for getting old. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I have a question, you know, talking about communication and bringing people back together and you and I leaning into the uncomfortable conversation um, right now, I think, and uncomfortable for white people. Right. Let's let's be honest about this. Um, I, I think 
And I've certainly heard numerous people saying that the conversation needs to be happening between white people right now. And it is about highlighting what is not right and not okay that's happening in our, in our country right now. I know you've empowered your team with um, giving them money to be able to give to charitable causes. Do you see yourself having an open forum conversation about the causes they've donated to, why they're important to them, so that there can be this continued, I think, responsibility that we have as leaders to educate our employees, our team, um, one another? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the big thing for me, when we first presented this to the team, as I mentioned, uh, you know, in a situation like that, some people might not want to speak up or talk at that specific moment. So, so certainly um, being open and saying like, the door is open here and trying to engage uh, those who I know are, you know, receptive to that conversation. That's definitely part of, of, of my, my growth. But certainly uh, once we kind of, um, once our employees kind of choose the causes they want to, to give to, Certainly, it's going to be trying to understand, you know, diving deeper into what these organizations do, you know, who they help, uh, and then making sure that we're kind of constantly updating ourselves about this, too. Um, obviously, in what we do, if there becomes a past the chance that we can work with these people to help, you know, again, uh, emphasize what they do through through kind of uh, mobilizing through video. Obviously, that's that's icing on the cake. But until then, really staying in touch with with what these causes are doing, who they're helping. And then when we can get back into, you know, regular life, uh, making sure that we're, we're volunteering. And, you know, we up until this point, the company's made a point of, of volunteering once a quarter, trying to get out um, and, and, you know, actually put our time to use. Mm. So, um, you know, that's also something that's, that's very much, we're very much looking forward to. Awesome. Physically, physically donating and being of service and drawing attention to where attention needs to be right now. Yeah. Awesome. And inspirational for other business owners also. Um, I have a question here about uh, whether or not there's something that you would have told yourself uh, a year ago. You know, is there something you would have done differently or told yourself if you could go back to a year ago? Just, just as a business, as a business owner, or just like the younger me? Yeah, you know, you, you, what, um, listen, it's Blackout Tuesday. So maybe there's something else you would say, you know, where your focus and your heart is today. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think the, not that we weren't doing this, but I think in the last year, certainly are the, the importance of constant communication and just how, uh, how much that really helps with like being in tune with each other, whether it's always being good or having issues, being able to talk freely. Um, I would, I would focus on just making sure that that doesn't you don't put that at the behest of trying to if you making sure that you are being as honest as you can be um you know both good bad and the ugly when 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 necessary because you know when you stifle relationships or you you bucket things away or you don't say what you mean um you know it just it, it's like a it's like a it's a tumor that just keeps growing so you need to um be able to to, to communicate with those who you work with especially but um uh, you know, those who, who end up working with you, you know, you, they need to know that you're completely emotionally available and that they can be available to you. Because I think that's how we get the best out of each other. 100% agreed. Um, where are you turning right now for inspiration, JD? Um, I am turning, you know, it, it is, it is, it is blackout uh, Tuesday here. I am, you know, as much as social media is, a lot of it is 
terribly disturbing. A lot of it is like you also, it's not a time to be turning away. It's a time to be diving in and seeing the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, I'm talking with, you know, we, we've, in the, in the last week, uh, the company has, has started kind of different uh, threads of, of uh, different communications that you could be learning from. Again, one is uh, as, a, as a white man, how, how should you be kind of like, how can you be educating yourself more um, in terms of the organizations that people are donating to, trying to learn more about what they do. Um, yeah, and just, I guess not, not letting it, not like, not putting it in like the nice little cubby behind me, just kind of yeah. still trying to be very present in this because I think that's the issue uh, that's often, it's happened way too many times is that something atrocious happens and then it's paved over and we move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, so I think being present in this uh, anger and frustration is, is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, well, and, and I'll, I'll tell you this, that, you know, as, as someone who now, um, as a, a woman who's gone through the fundraising process, um, you, you, I think, you know, I raised close to $10 million over the last, you know, number of years. Uh, the last round that I closed last summer was $3 million. And it was with 20 investors who two were women and the rest were white men. And, um, and so at this point, I'm certainly saying to myself, uh, you know, when, when this week am I picking up the phone and calling, you know, some of my investors and saying, what, what are you doing uh, to be part of the solution in the country right now? Because the problem, of course, starts with uh, the white power at the top, you know, and that we have a white supremacist <laughs> running our country right now, and that the decisions that are being made behind closed doors um, are are not being impacted by the voices of America, and and it is hard, I think, to to feel as though we can really make a bigger difference. And so, what I believe is that by starting a conversation in our smaller circles, and then putting the spotlight onto these organizations for education, donation, time, uh, and what have you, they then. We're, we're we're bringing voice, you know, bringing it out into the light, what has been in the darkness. Yeah, and I think, um, so I got a really nice note from someone we um, just uh, just recently joined the team and he used the quote, uh, which I'd never heard before, but don't tell me your values, show me your budget. Um, and I think just as you mentioned, like those, those who are in a position to do that, you know, there there is, it, it is important that it's not just, again, it's not just lip service, if there's the ability to either be giving back towards causes, uh, to being more diverse in your hiring practices, um, you know, there's a lot of things we can do, you know, with a pocketbook. I also think the big thing is making sure we mobilize as many people as we can to the voting booths, because whether it's, you know, the, the orange cheetah that's, that's run, running things right now into the ground, or it's local officials, you know, change can, you know, if change is systemic, then we need to change the system. So. There's a lot of things that can be done on a local level and a federal level. Yes, and and we uh, our vote counts. Yes, so get out get out to the polls and vote is uh, is an amen. I don't want to wait eight months, <laughs> but but no, I, I but it's uh it's it's the way that these things go. So, okay, we're gonna we're gonna lighten things up for a moment here. We're gonna go to the lightning round. You ready, JD? I, I was All right. Here we go. Rename the coronavirus. Uh, the the purgatory, the big pause. <laughs> Yes. Who's the most interesting person you've ever met not related to you? Oh, this, this is a hard one. Uh, I feel I feel like um, instead of saying it's like one strong cup of coffee, I feel like I've met so many like amazing espresso shots, you, yourself 
very much included. Because people who kind of come into your life and do are doing amazing things. And it's just, it's amazing to watch them. So whether you know them for a day or you know them for your whole life, uh, I feel like I feel like that's too hard to say. There's just so many people that I that I really uh, respect. You could just you could just spotlight me. Yeah, okay. yeah, just you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you know. um, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Um, best advice. It's a it's a handful of little idioms, but uh, you know, take your time. Uh, you know, the 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 destination, not the journey. You know, it's it's the journey, not the destination, which is a silly one. But also let you know let people in, do it with others. Um, mm. Because I think the most value I've ever gotten out of my life is when I let others in. It's not, you know, your idea can only grow if you, if you bring other people into it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so good at that. Um, are you an early bird or a night owl? I wake up very early because I have the baby, but uh, I can also stay up very late. I just don't sleep much. That's a, just how, a, how, how much do you sleep? How much do you sleep? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Five to seven hours. Wow. Wow. All right. Good for you. You're functioning high. I know you do a lot of exercise though. You're fit. The fitness level is high. I know for your fitness. Um, what's your favorite word? Uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, this may, this does not come from the butt camp days, but undulate. It's just a fun word to say. Undulate. It is a good fun one to say. What's your favorite business book? Uh, uh, oh my God. Uh, why did I just, why have I just blanked on this? It should be, uh, oh my, I'm sorry. Author, but... tell me the author. Do I know the author? What's it about? Yes, it's, it's a very simple one. I, I, of course, I don't have my books here. It's, uh, it's the, 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 the Lean Startup, excuse me. Jeez. Oh, the Lean. Because it's, it's very, I like, I like business books that are very uh, actionable. I don't like kind of uh, wide swath business books. I like things that talk very specifically about here's how you do it. And that book, dives very much into like here test you run and here's how you learn from them got it love it um what's your go-to karaoke song uh i have a few uh I've, I've oscillated between there's a jonas brothers song burning up which probably no one knows uh except unless you're i i was gonna say 15 but you're probably like 25 now mm -hmm. uh superstition by stevie wonder or uh just what i needed by the cars Oh, just what I need about the cards. Okay, cocktail or beverage doesn't have to be alcoholic. That best describes the coronavirus. It's a lukewarm uh, toilet water. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of toilet water, perfect segue here. Toilet paper is the hottest topic of the time of corona. Uh, do you pull over or under, JD? I'm an over all the way. Come on. Do you, do you change it? Do you change it if you find it in the under? Uh, I, I, I think maybe it's a sign of age. I have started to change it before I just... <laughs> Devil may care, I don't care, but yeah, now I, now I definitely am uh, very strict about how my toilet paper rolls. Tw last question, 2020 or 2021? Uh, I, again, as the eternal optimist, I think 21 is going to be good, but we're, we're here now and we're dealing with this now. So I think, um, you know, uh, we'll live, live the moment you're in. So 2020. Yeah, totally agree. You got one of your teammates here saying team over. Toilet paper for over life. for That's life. Right. Yeah, there Josh you go. Um, JD, thank you so much for for having the courage. I think um, you and I talking about racism, solidarity, being in action, being part of the solution uh, to the major major problem that we have in our country right now um, is 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 a start. And so, thank you for helping me to put a spotlight on a topic that's uncomfortable for a lot of us um, who are not profiled day in and day out, or as Trevor Noah would say on his YouTube video, you know, the, the lives of black people are looted every day by this country and have been for centuries. 
and yeah. and and so the question becomes how can we be part of of making a difference and i know that you're very much on that journey with your your team of 30 thank you i wish you continued success with your business um i i look forward to the 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 co-working industry thriving again one yes. day maybe there's a redefinition of the co-working industry because some of it is going to be work from home i think some of it's going to be digital and and of course it will be physical again at some point um, yep. but the most important is that co-working is about community and collaboration and connectedness. And, um, and we need that more than ever in our country right now. So Great. thank you again for, for joining me today. Um, have a good afternoon, everyone. And I'll see you soon, JD. Thank you so much. Talk to you Take soon. Care. Bye.